What's going on, everybody? We're the Cod Casuals. I am Mike. I'm Justin. And we have a survey for this last episode here of season three of the Cod Casuals that's going to be linked below. It is going to be on everything that we would like you guys to fill out and give us suggestions and feedback regarding what you would like to see from us on content, what you like, what you don't like. So please, it's going to be in the description box wherever you are viewing. So be sure to go and fill that out for us. We would greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and we're going to be sharing it across all of our social media too. And we're going to keep this survey open. We don't know how long yet, but we're going to have it open for, for a while. We greatly appreciate the feedback because we want to bring the best content to you guys. And like, what do you guys actually want? We've been exploring like other avenues. So we want to give you guys the best content possible and like make this like a real community. So whatever you want to go see, just go down there, fill it out, and then you'll be all set. And then we'll be able to look over everything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We appreciate it, guys. So thanks again. Enjoy the episode. Yep. See you around. See ya. Your MW2 final score, zero being thrown in the dumpster, <laughs> 10 being it's the greatest game, yep. greatest con of all time. Where do you place it, bro? Oh, man. Welcome, everyone, to episode 142 of the Cod Casuals. We're your hosts, Justin. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Mike? All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I had, a, I had a rough start to rough morning. We talked about, yeah. you know, it's the way it is, but... You know, nothing crazy, <laughs> nothing crazy, you know, but man, it's just been like, I think today's definitely been a funk for people. I mean, at work, everyone was in a funk, but it's just the weather, bro. Like, yeah. Waking up today too. Mm. I think today was like one of the darkest mornings. Yeah. Up. We're, uh, <clears throat> we're at that point now where fall, like it's fall. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And <laughs> the, I think we're turning our clocks back, uh, one more time. Yeah. And then I don't know if like next year it's over because I feel like they've been talking about it for a while. But I do think this is the last time we're moving our clocks back. But when we move our clocks back, that's when depression hits. Well, do you remember why they did this? Or did you remember reading about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some farmer thing. Yeah, yeah. Tell with the crops. Yeah, bro. I think we got science now, bro. I don't think we need to be doing that anymore. Yeah. Um, I hope they get rid of daylight savings. I think it's a waste. I hate it so much. It's the worst time of the year. I I think they are. Next year. I I'm, I'm pretty so. confident they are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for people that don't know, like in the Northeast, when it's around the fall time, yeah, the you know, it's nice. Weather's cooling down. You get like uh, leaves and stuff are changing. Looks really nice. But then when it starts getting around this time, like November and then into December, it's pitch black yeah. when you wake up. And then if you sign off like around five for work. It's pitch black. Like we're doing this right now and it's yeah, quarter to six and it's already getting kind of dark out. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it, it at uh some points, like it'll get dark around like four thirty, four forty five, like yeah. pitch black. And it's insane. Because yeah. it messes up with your uh like your brain. Yeah. Because last night I just felt so tired and i looked at the time and it was like 8 30 i'm like yeah. wow well dude it was like 10 and even this morning i woke up and i was tired but i went to bed like i went to bed relatively like quick like mm-hmm. right after we hopped off i was like i was sleeping i didn't get up at all and i'm just like dude why am i so tired and then i look out the window and it's just black i'm like oh that's why yeah i'm like dude i'm already in the cycle mm-hmm. you know but it is what it is yeah. i mean had a solid day overall so i'm hanging in there man how about yourself you chilling yeah, I've been good. Just yeah. chilling. Uh, work was fine. Yeah. Nothing crazy or anything. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, man, it's been uh, it's been kind of wild for us. We haven't touched COD in a little bit. You know, it's been yeah, it's been a week. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
Dude, these really? hands are fresh. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really nice, yeah. Yeah. No, it is nice. I mean, I was talking about it last night um, a little bit because, I mean, now we got we got this week and then I think just a little bit of next week. Um, mm-hmm. So just about two weeks from the time we're recording this until MW3 comes out. Yeah. Um, you guys listening but it just feels weird like it's an odd time right now we had the beta Mm -hmm. we've finished mw2 so we're not playing it at all Mm -hmm. so we're just kind of in this weird lull where i'm like oh yeah dude like i'm a big time cod player but i'm not playing any cod and there's no cod that's going on right now yeah yeah you know yeah we achieved our goal and yeah when these guys uh listen to it um mw3 comes out next week yeah which is gonna be sick yeah so, I mean, we're just taking advantage of the, the downtime, and we've been playing our single-player games, just chilling. Yeah. I, I saw on Twitter, um, people are like, yeah, I'm you know, I'm just taking, like, a break just from, like, video games in general, and, like, for, like, a week or two. No, that's crazy. And, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I feel that. Like, well, if you just step away from COD and just chill, like... It's nice. It's so nice. Yeah, because for us, we're playing COD... Every literally day. every day every day um and like at, at the end of the day that takes a toll on you like mentally mm-hmm. uh at some point and especially if you're not like playing for something too if you don't have a goal <laughs> right so we're always thinking about cod in the podcast and whatnot and now that we've completed it we're just like wow we can just talk about like whatever yeah play whatever i've been playing ac valhalla i'm having like a blast with that oh, not yeah. thinking about anything no dude it's sick like we hop on it's like you know 9 45 10 o'clock i mm-hmm. see you on i'm like dude let's go chat up yeah you know, i'm just playing red dead we're chatting about whatever joking mm-hmm. about our games and it's yeah we don't have to like grind out so much mm-hmm. um so i'm really enjoying the downtime right now <laughs> yeah i know yeah. once mw3 hits i mean we're going like we're going full bore with that game oh yeah but i know i'm gonna play for like a couple of days and then i'm just gonna be like all right we're right back into it yeah yeah you know? but it's a good reset i mean we talked about this well just a couple minutes because we do want to get in we got a big topic today um is I I really don't know what people do if they don't play video games and they're not yeah. doing this. Like that guy or someone saying, oh, I'm taking a break from games for a couple of weeks. Like, brother, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Dude, I, I could not do that. Like mm-hmm. I've had a day or two where I don't play late at night. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. play every day. Yeah. It's like I have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, for the most part, I play basically every day. Um yeah no there are definitely times where like right now i don't feel bad not like hopping on like for a day or whatever yeah i'm like it's like yeah, you know, whatever whatever like, i can't get on i'm like i don't care dude whatever no yeah which is that's like the the mental part because if the call of duty's out i'm like i have to get on and play yeah. if i don't get on and play i don't get my itch and if i miss a day i feel like i'm falling behind yeah exactly and right now it's just it's free like i don't need to you know, if I can't hop on or, like, I just don't feel like hopping on, I can do that. And uh, people listening to this, they might feel the same way because you guys play Call of Duty and, like, other games. Or you might think, like, man, fuck that. Like, yeah. whatever. I, <laughs> it's you not, don't it's, play, it's don't not play. that deep. I'm like, yeah, I know. and I agree. But, you know, when gaming's your main hobby, it's uh, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, and especially for us, too, because, like, for you guys, like, we have these numbers and certain goals that we want to hit mm-hmm. um, and play the game, obviously, enough to be able to talk about it. Because it's not fair if we're like we put in, you know, two hours a week and we're over here talking about how we can we can speak on the game. Yeah. I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. You know, 
Like I think with most games, like single player games as well, like you need to put in like, I don't know, probably a minimum of a hundred hours into those games. You have to. Yeah. To really say like, if you're going to talk about a game, you have to do that. You can't do these like, you know, you see these reviews, like these IGN reviews or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're like, you know, well, I played it for four hours. I'm like, four hours? Yeah, I'm like, dude, yeah. you barely played this game. And then they give it a rating. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? You don't know anything about this game. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, I've seen it with, you know, when albums come out. And I remember, I think it was Jay-Z who said it. Um, he was joking. Well, he was joking about it. He's being serious. He's like, people listen to an album in a day. And then the next day, the review's out for it. He's like, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just listen to it once. Like, you got to go through it over and over. Yeah, yeah. You know, throughout, like, the course of a week or two mm-hmm. to really give, like, a good review of it and breaks and all that. Yeah. And he's right. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've never... Well, no, I've listened to albums like in a whole day, but I've only done that. I can count on my hand the amount yeah. of times I've done that. Yeah. I just, it's so funny because like uh, when big artists drop albums or whatever, I'm like, I just go in and like, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't like the first 30 seconds, skip, yeah, skip, yeah, yeah. skip. <laughs> and then I let the algorithm figure out and like people figure out, oh, these are the best songs. And then I listen to those. Yeah. Um, It's just funny how that works. Yeah, and there's certain artists too. I'm sure, like I think of uh, like Logic back in the day. Like mm-hmm. he would have stories. Yeah. Within the like the whole album was a story, mm-hmm. you know. So it really forced you to listen from the beginning to the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there was you know like all his introductions and endings that he had. But some artists, it's like I, I wonder what their placement is. Like if they mm-hmm. have a a specific. I know some guys do. Mm-hmm. Like they have a thought process to how they do it. So mm-hmm. I'll listen to it that way. But sometimes I do the same thing. I just I'll throw it on shuffle. Yeah. You know, and it just mm-hmm. kind of randomly yeah. cycles through I, them. I think artists when they most artists when they construct a uh, album they want you to listen to listen from start to beginning uh yeah because they That's construct the it that yeah. It in, yeah um but i'm just so picky with music yeah when it comes to stuff like that uh hex was talking about that he you know, like on the optic podcast he was saying like dude i've listened to the same artists since i was in high school <laughs> and i'm like sort of like that too i don't it's not that i don't try to branch off I'm just so picky. Yeah. Like, I'll listen to songs. I'm like, again, I give it like 30 seconds, which is, again, not fair, but I don't go around rating them. I'm like, yeah. ah, whatever. Yeah. I don't like that. Skip. Don't like that. Skip. <laughs> yeah. You always have like your go tos, though. Like, I mm-hmm. was just listening to like from the ATV Off Road Fury games mm-hmm. they used to play when I was a kid. And like, the music in that is so good. Like, I'm always going to love that music. Yeah. You know, and all those, like, I look up the albums when they came out, they're like 2002, yeah. 2000. I'm like, man, this stuff's still really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you always find new stuff, but at the end of the day, like, you'll always go back to yeah, yeah. Like, your core yeah. stuff that you love. Yeah. I don't find like new stuff as much, though, compared to other people. You know how Spotify does like the, like, roll up or whatever yeah at the end of the year mine is like i think it's high but then you look at someone else and it's way higher than mine i'm like holy shit yeah the only thing that's like really high for me on uh those wrap-ups is the uh how many times you've played a song because yeah. i'm the type of person like oh, i yeah. i beat that song into my head oh yeah until i'm like all right whatever yeah that's i'm like that too I'm i do like it that over artists. and over and over like yeah. i obsess over an artist and then i throw them away yeah and then, yeah. I, and then yeah. I go and i do it to something else yeah you know and then eventually like there's a time where i may cycle back to them at some yeah. point and re-obsess yeah. over them yeah you put uh it on shuffle and then the song comes on you're like yeah. oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. no yeah. I, I do the same thing mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i've 
I think it's because of like being at school. Like I found a lot of good music. There's a there's a handful of really good artists that are out there. Mm-hmm. I really like like I don't know people know anything about it. But I like K-pop. Mm-hmm. There's some of these bands like you ever heard of New Jeans? I have. Yeah. Uh, Blackpink. Yeah. Like these are good groups. Like, yeah. They're they're really solid. Or Madison Beer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. I mean, she's not K-pop, but yeah. like. You know, some of Ariana Grande's stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's not bad. Yeah, you yeah. You know, I think it's pretty yeah. solid stuff. But then I listen to other stuff that is out there. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is horrible. Yeah. You know, I'm like, there's some artists who are trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? I listen to, I mean, I listen to everything, but I mean, like, I'll just go on, put in, like, top 100 songs in the US or whatever, and, like, I listen to that. And it's, it's mainly, like, pop, like, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just really interesting because the way that our brains work with that stuff. Right. Because, yeah, like the NF album, his newest one, I've listened, I don't know how many times I've listened to that. Yeah. I guarantee you the Spotify wrap-up, it's going to be- It's going to be that one? It's going to be that. Yeah. Like, for sure. You've played this song 2,000 times. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yes, sir. I'm I'm confident about that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, very weird how our brains work. Yeah, it is. We always go back to the same stuff, bro, no matter what. I know. You know? And speaking of going back to the same stuff and yeah, locking bro. in, this is the episode that we've been talking about for a while Ladies now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's here. Yeah, it is here. <laughs> it's a, for the five-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so we're, we're get, gonna, We'll make sure to not have it be, like, insane. We'll keep it. We're going to keep it, like, concise. Yeah, like, yeah. Straight to the point. It, it will be uh, It'll be long, most likely, but get your popcorn. Get, get your, your food. Get your soda, whatever you need. Yeah, whatever. And we've got our coffees here. Yeah, I went and picked up coffees for us. You know, so yeah. we're ready to roll here. Take a take a listen and you know, just chill out. Yeah, and again, <laughs> we're gonna have the timestamps uh, below for every section there. So if you maybe don't want to, like, we're gonna start off with certain stuff mm-hmm. um, that's not related to the multiplayer. Um, so it'll all be below to be pretty specific. Yeah. Um, so if you want to just jump and skip ahead to whatever part you'd like to. Um, don't feel like you're hurting our feelings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Feel free to you skip know. around. That's why the timestamps are exactly. there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be talking our MW2 2022 review. Yeah. So the- again, this is, um, <clears throat> this is coming from two people who, in the total of the game, we have just under one thousand five hundred hours <laughs> into this game. Mm-hmm. We have played it extensively. Um. That's across everything too. That's not just multiplayer hours. Multiplayer hours, you probably have like, I would say like 575, 600 hours of that. Mm-hmm. The rest of it probably goes into like, you know, campaign and then grinding out some of the spec ops um, and then doing the uh, raid episodes mm-hmm. as well. So it's kind of spread out around there. If I would that. say it's even that though. Like yeah. the, now I'm thinking about a hundred hours across all of that yeah. is probably a bit much. It's probably, would it's you probably- say more 50 to 25 hours probably yeah know? which that's crazy so like 99 percent, 99 percent of the hours is, is multiplayer, multiplayer. Yeah. yeah um but yeah and also i want to add that you know we're the cod casuals we play cod like you know basically every night it's coming from like our pr- perspective if you don't agree totally fine um let us know on the social yeah, let us know why yeah. you agree or disagree yeah with us, yeah you know have a friendly discussion yeah you. exactly so Feel free to let us know. Right. Um, but yeah, let's dive right into this, dude. So yeah, where do you want to start then? Right off the rip with the campaign? Yeah, we'll start off with the campaign. So <clears throat> campaign, right? Uh, we're not going to go in depth about the story. Shit. All right, <laughs> next. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all that. But basically, MW2 campaign, right? It's the predecessor of MW2 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, you know, for all the OGs that played MW2 back then, like, we have familiar faces like Price, Gaz, Ghost, you know, Graves. Uh, uh, Soap is in so, there as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, and which is, they're like ta- Task Force 141, and I hope a lot of you know what that is. And uh, they're going to – the whole campaign is Task 141 teaming up with uh, the cartel or – what are they called? Like Los Alamos? Yeah. Yeah. And they're teaming up to go get missiles that the U.S., they thought the Soviets, uh, oh no, sorry, not the Soviets, Middle Easterns took the missiles, but then they found out that Shepard and Graves, who are part of the Shadow Company, actually were stealing the missiles. Yeah. So the plot overall, like you just said, I mean, having played it, I would say it's a very average Call of Duty plot. Um, mm. in concept it's good and then like the overall like story itself i think is okay um i think it's it's not bad it's not amazing though i would say it's probably like if i had to be real it's probably like a like mid b tier yeah campaign would you mm-hmm. agree with that yeah I, I would agree yeah i the- think uh with this campaign so it's 17 missions total mm-hmm. um and the variety that was given in the campaign i thought was pretty good mm-hmm. um there were like a handful of stealthy missions. There was a handful of like, you know, big firefight combat missions. They had a couple, I believe. Well, the first one where you're like guiding a, a predator missile, yeah. you know? So they had like a good, um, a good variety of stuff, which I think is better than some of the previous CODs. Um, and especially compared to like the earlier CODs where it was just always, you know, you were either in an AC-130 or you're on the ground. You know, this had a good variety of it, which I enjoyed. Um, so in that case, I thought it was really good. Um, and then something else we can touch on in the campaign that I thought this game did a great job of was developing characters. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that new character that they had, uh, Vargas, mm-hmm. was part of the uh, Las Almas group. Yep. That guy was a new character to this game, and I think he quickly became a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah. But he was part of the Mexican like special forces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, was, uh, he was really, really good. I mean, they ended up, expanding upon him mm-hmm. in the uh in the multiplayer we saw him in the season pass mm-hmm. um come out at some point who i thought was i thought that was really really good um they did a good job too with uh the twist later on with what's his name graves was it yeah yeah Phillips graves yeah which i thought that was that was a really good point for me which i haven't really felt yeah. that in call of duties as of late like a yeah. good twist in the story where i'm like not as big as nothing will compare to when shepherd oh yeah yeah that, yeah that will never yeah. be reached again yeah I I find it cool that, you know, this was before uh, MW2009. Yep. And Shepard, you know, was scheming this whole time. Like, he was scheming with Graves, and then he was scheming with uh, Ghost. Yeah. Like, so um, I agree with the ending where you're, and again, like, spoiler alert. Like, this is all going to be spoilers. This literally came out as of recording this two days ago to the year. Yeah. So if you haven't played it, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Don't listen listen to to this. Go listen to the last, like, (laughs) what, like 40 episodes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like, you you go up against Graves, and he's just, first off, he's, like, annoying as fuck because he's inside this tank. And you're like, wow, you're hiding inside the tank the whole time trying to kill us. Um, I enjoyed that mission. Like you uh, said, they definitely had a variety of missions. Uh, whatever play style you wanted to play, you could. And that was the ending where you kill Graves, supposedly you kill Graves. Now, do you think, quick, do you think that Graves is dead? No. 
I don't think so either. And I don't know how because you should be. That tank exploded, bro. Yeah. I threw a grenade in there. But that it was it was yeah. <clears throat> okay, so if he if he's not dead, then I understand why they did this, mm-hmm. which I think is why we're alluding to the fact that he may be still alive mm-hmm. because it was a he was a big character and I think a lot of people wanted to see him suffer and they didn't even play a cutscene for when he died. It was just like they went to the tank and show it, mm-hmm. you know, and you just hear like, "Oh," and then he's dead. Yeah. It's like, "Bro, for such a big character, like a big move in the game, for you to not even do anything like that, uh, I think I would say he's still alive. Yeah, I agree. And that was a flip for people that don't know. Like, yeah. you're working with Shepard and uh, Graves the whole time. Yeah. You know, Shadow Company. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, he <laughs> goes against all of us. Yeah. And they're actually the ones that were, like, hiding the missiles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I agree. I have a theory that they didn't show it because somehow he's going to be looped in into zombies. That he's going to actually, he's going to be a zombie somehow. I w- yeah. I wouldn't hate on that. I mean, I yeah. can see that definitely happening. Uh, I could be very far off, but who knows? Hey, we haven't seen anything yeah. about it yet. Um, but yeah, the, the thing too, with that mission, it was like the end. Yeah. Like that was the last mission. And my, uh, favorite mission probably was, uh, when you take down Hassan, like in the, yep skyscraper or whatever that building where you save soap and that mission was way cooler and way more satisfying than killing graves i wish they ended it with that than getting to graves yeah now wait wait, is it not end with hassan are you sure i can't remember if it did if it ends with hassan or you kill graves as the last mission maybe i have it flipped i think you i think you may i because i mean just like off my memory Mm -hmm. i remember it ending i thought you kill graves and then it's hassan that, okay, so that made more sense in my head. Maybe yeah, that, I think that, no, yeah. I think you're right. I yeah. think that is how it goes. Because that was way more satisfying, like yeah. killing Hassan. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'll go check really quick. But I agree, though. I really liked, um, I liked that ending. I thought it was really cool too. How like you're doing all of the um, like what is it? Yeah, I can't remember what it was. You had to go build or something like that. Mm. Like was it building a knife or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Countdown. Countdown's that last mission. The last there. one. Yep. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> there you go. So you know you were right. That's how it ends. Um, like it was really cool how they had it all played out. That was a whole new mechanic that I think we have really experienced. That's for DMZ. Yeah, you know we Which haven't we're going experienced to later. it. We haven't experienced it in Call of Duty, so it was a yeah. cool way to end it. Um, Hassan as a character, I think he was okay as like, as a main, uh, antagonist. Yeah. I think Graves ended up being a lot better. Yeah. Uh, just because of that flip. Right. Cause of that flip and how he was like, you know, he's the cocky prick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, made us Americans look awful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I like in that sense, like the mission variety was good. Um, my favorite mission was definitely the stealth mission. I'm a, I'm a stealth guy through and through like yeah. the ghillie suit. Mm-hmm. Where like it's you and price. I think are doing it. Yeah. Um, when you're what, what work the one where you're in the water. Um, I, I think or, so. No, it was the one with the castle that you had to go into. Towards oh, the oh yeah. Yeah. You're doing like the insane, yeah. like so, what's the map that we play in multiplayer? It's based around it with all the domes, you know, that map that they added later on. Um, it's got like the whole building in the back. It's got like all those little like, Oh, domes. hatchery. Yeah. yeah. Alburn hatchery. Yeah. It's based around yeah. that map. Um, I think like that's definitely my favorite. They mm-hmm. had enough stealth in there. Um, and I think it kind of, it scratched the itch of a lot of COD fans as to mm-hmm. like what they were looking for, for a campaign in MW2. Yeah. Um, so I don't really have much else to add to it. I thought it was like, I don't know. I would say it like in recent years, it's definitely 
one of the better ones. It's far better than Vanguard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I would say it's probably like – I'd say it's a little bit better than Modern Warfare 2019. Mm-hmm. I would say like of the past – like those three CODs, I would say it's the best. Yeah. I, I mean I agree. I don't think this campaign was – better than the original mw2 no uh no. but that's very dangerous. i i would say this um this campaign was definitely the best campaign in recent years like in the this new era of cod yeah no i, I yeah. would say so so i i was happy with it definitely happy compared to vanguard yeah uh i was not expecting graves at all to just randomly turn and then shoot well, it was soap, right? Yeah, like down the hill, and that part was cool. Like again, soap or ghost, one of them. They shot. I think it was soap. Yeah. yeah, and you fall down the hill, and that's where they introduce like DMZ, and you have to like go around and pick up different parts and stuff. Yeah, and, which was really really cool. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as COD players, you're not like you're not used to that mechanic at all. Yeah, and I hate I hate games where you are you're like defenseless. You literally can't do anything. Yeah, unless you find stuff, and I hate that. Yeah, no, I'm with you. That's like, but it's like it's. I hate it in the moment, but it's right. it's cool. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, it's it's tough when you're in those moments and you've got to like the only option is stealth and to run and hide. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a good break like you're saying where you're just coming out of like gunfights all the time and then even later on in that mission you get guns, you could pick up weapons yeah. and start doing stuff like that. Um, yeah, just, just innovating but changing the formula a little bit definitely freshened up the campaign. Um, it kept you kind of guessing every mission. Yeah. Um, it never really felt stagnant or stale, which a lot of times in multiplayer, especially for or a single player for Call of Duty, that can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they did a really good job in that aspect with the mission variety. I don't know how many hours long it was, um, but I do remember like it, it felt pretty quick. It was. It was uh, so average time was like six to eight hours. Yeah. Uh, for you know most people that play it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Suck. Yeah, I don't know how long it took you and I. Like, I'd imagine probably lower than that. Yeah, maybe six hours, like at the lowest. We played on uh, regular too. We don't play on hard yeah, veteran. Yeah. Uh, so overall, like, I enjoyed the campaign. I I think it was a good predecessor to the MW two campaign, and now like I'm excited for MW three absolutely new campaign. Yeah. So overall, I'd give uh, the campaign like my, my thumbs up. I thought it was. Yeah. Definitely way better than the last uh, campaign, yeah. which was Vanguard. I'm leading towards so. like, you know, give it a letter grade. I'd give it maybe maybe teetering on a B plus. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't think it's not B minus or C level. Yeah. Um, and this was uh, actually the first, I'm pretty sure it's the first year that we were able, for people that pre-ordered the game, you were able to play it, the campaign early. Yes. Which we've talked about in like past episodes. That's awesome for us because we're big multiplayer guys, but- we always feel like we're behind because we always play campaign first. That's the first thing we do. Yep. And I know there's a lot of other people that do the same thing. Yeah. So it's awesome that we were able to pre-order it and beat the campaign in like the week that we had. Yeah. And then just jump into multiplayer. Yeah. So And we're going to be able to do the same thing for MW3. Which is a big relief. Yeah. So overall campaign, good. Good. Yeah. Good. So then second part of this, jumping away from the campaign, um, Spec Ops. Mm-hmm. So Spec Ops made a return this year at MW3. Um, and, I mean, this has been something that was in the original Modern Warfare 2019 and then going all the way back to the original MW2. It was in MW3 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't know Spec Ops, mainly just a selection of missions that you get to play. You can play them solo. You can play them 
uh, with another like member, like another party member. I think it's how many people can you play in Spec Ops total? Is it just two? I think it's up to four. Up to four. Yeah. Um, and they just have a you know a variety of missions and levels. The earlier ones used to be a lot uh, more scenario based. Mm-hmm. Um, this one with Spec Ops in uh, MW two, it was there was still scenario like certain missions that were built around it. Um, there were four total that came out, I believe. Yeah. Um, at launch. Yeah, at yeah. launch, which kind of honest, that was a bit low. Mm-hmm. Compared to how the original one came out, uh, with way more than that right yeah. off the bat, um, and personally, I felt Spec Ops this year was another letdown year. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. Yep, yeah. totally agree. Because I know we before MW uh, came out, we were like we were both excited for Spec Ops because it's you know it's like another mode of the game. And I was thinking back to the original like MW two Spec Ops was the different variety of stuff that they had. And I think that was a main issue with the spec ops this year. Like there wasn't that much variety. Yeah. The whole, the majority of the spec ops missions that even came out later were on the same maps and they're the same, uh, like mission. It yeah. was to defeat the enemies like based on the round. Yeah. It's just round based stuff. Yeah. Which was, Sort of the same thing in the original MW2. It was round-based. Like, you had different waves. But you had to, I don't know, you had, like, objectives and stuff that you had to do while defending. And I I feel like in this, it was just, you and I are just running around, killing enemies, and that was it. Yeah, that felt like the bulk of it. There were, like, thinking now, there was that mission where we jump out of the... uh the helicopter or the airplane right at the beginning yeah, yeah. at night. The stealthy one. You have yeah. to go in and do all this stuff. Like those are the kinds of missions that I really like. Yeah. And I would expect more with spec ops. Um, they had a handful of missions that were like that. Um, personally though, I just wish that was the vast majority of it. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many people, I mean, for us, I'll speak for myself. I personally don't like those round based like okay you know first round or first wave is you know 20 guys next round's 30 last round is like 100 and you got juggernauts and uh, you know osprey gunner yeah that doesn't excite me at all Mm -hmm. um i much prefer playing like campaign oriented missions with like with somebody yeah yeah and i i agree with that like the the first one we loaded into was a stealth one yeah and that was a great one to jump into and that had like objectives and stuff. Uh, I per I like the big gunfights and stuff because it like definitely makes it a lot harder. But it was just the way that they went about spec ops because it was it was literally just like wave based, yeah, round based. Um, that was it. Like there was no objective. Like there are a couple that oh defend this area or some of them was like it was spec ops, but uh. Uh, what is it? Gun game, basically. Mm-hmm. So you would switch guns like every round. I'm like, yeah, that's a challenge because now you, you don't use the same weapon every single round. But that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, uh, all right, let's go plant this bomb. And now we have to defend this bomb for one whole wave of right, people. Right. And then you move on to like the next site. What, right. Or uh, the stealthy one that like you and I were doing. Like we have to take out these people quietly. And if you don't, 
then the it's alarms all go chaos, off. Chaos, yeah. yeah, and like get to the like, exfil point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I think of the days back in MW two. There's one uh, spec ops. You're on a state, and it yep. was round based, but they threw everything at you. Like you had to collect intel. And they would throw juggernauts and juggernauts. And I feel like it was way harder back in the day yeah. to get the three stars. Yeah. Well, that's that's another uh, another thing, too. And I can't remember. I, there is a difficulty slider for Spec Ops, isn't there? Uh, uh, yeah. I believe yeah. so. Um, but I don't know. Like, to your point, I remember playing back in the day. Like, we've pretty much always just played on regular. Like, we've yeah. never played veteran. Um, and... Yeah, the stuff back then, it seemed way more of a challenge. There were times like whatever the Mount Zaya or whatever it is that's on like Dome. Yeah. I remember we did that in one try. Yeah. And when we finished, we were like, okay. And we got three stars. Yeah. We yeah. was like, okay, like whatever. Yeah. So yeah, it was a bit lackluster in the difficulty. Um, and again, like to the point of the original one, I do like those uh, some of those round-based uh, missions. However, in this Spec Ops, it seemed like that was – a big part of it and when i see that i think of laziness yeah it's just that's just like an easy hey let's throw them on here let's voice over you know we're gonna gather intel you know yeah defend the point yeah and then we just do that for you know half an hour yeah like it, it just wasn't executed well yeah because even uh like i like the missions that you were just talking about like defending the point but i don't know the way that they did it it just yeah. didn't it didn't make sense i can agree because a lot of the spec ops in MW, the original, it was that. But you're moving like throughout the map together. Yeah. Like it was a lot of we're we're going through breaching doors together. Yeah. You know, defend this point now, and we're in like a tiny little room. Right. Um. So, like spec ops, it was like a letdown for me. Uh, I wish they added more to it, but they added like more missions through the seasons. But the missions were literally like copies of the same map and it was like gun game yeah on mount zaya so the challenge is you're just using a different gun like every 30 seconds i'm like that's not what i want (laughs) i want an objective an overall objective where both you and i or like your team you have to work together like whether that's you know planting the bomb and that bomb explodes now you have to go and defend two points together uh, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they seem to be more oriented around, like in the older ones, um, having an emphasis on teamwork. Yeah. This one seemed to be just more that, oh, you happen to have somebody with you. Yeah, um, which is funny because the whole, like, the motto of the MW2 campaign was like, we're a team. Right. And, and like, we do everything as a team. And Spec Ops, you and I were, like, separated the whole time. Just yeah, that feeling <laughs> killing was, enemies. like, the times we felt that are few and far between. Yeah. Um. So, really, on Spec Ops, like I thought it was just it was it was a lukewarm reception. Yeah, it was. Um, we were really hoping it was better than MW19. It was better than MW19, but that's because it worked. Yeah, because MW19 did it. It was yeah, the, they had, and they had one mission. Yeah, one mission. and it was impossible. Yeah, yeah, it was it was so hard. And then when you would exfil, it wouldn't work. You yeah, know, sometimes. So yeah, they did better than that, but. Um, it pales in comparison to the original. So I think, honestly, for me, Spec Ops this year, I think it's a thumbs down. Yeah. I don't think it's really worth playing. There's a handful of missions that are worth your time, um, but I don't think it's the main draw. Yeah, um, I'd easily give this a, 
a D. Yeah, I was going to say, I give it like a C report, A report card. A report card. That's yeah. how we grade some of this. Yeah. And we'll jump along with this because it's in the same kind of vein. You want to launch off with it here is DMZ. Yeah. So the other game mode that they created. And I, I remember specifically you and I were like, Hyped. we were, yeah, we were excited about this. Yeah. Because the, the idea of, oh, like going in and like finding different weapons and you're going to be able to like load into the map with other people. And if you die, you lose everything. You come back and you have to like hunt enemies, loot chests, whatever. That was far from it. <laughs> they, <laughs> the, we look, we played like a handful of DMZ games and it just was not like executed well at yeah. all. Um, and again, we're like glasses half full type of people. And we would, we literally load into a DMZ game and they're just like bots, which I'm fine with, but the objectives just, I don't know. They weren't clear. You would just go in, kill a couple bots, get ready, then collect, you know, different parts. And then you can exfil. Yeah. And that was really it. And then, yeah, you would run into the occasional enemy here and there from proximity chat. And then you can choose to, like, kill them or, like, work with them, whatever, right? Yeah. But I thought it was going to be a little more advanced. It felt very Warzone-y. Like, it was just, like, another part of Warzone. Yeah. Except when you died, you, like, you lost everything. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you hit pretty much every point because, again, we didn't play this enough so it's hard to talk at length about it, but I think that's part of the problem. I mean, we came into this really excited for it. Um, and again, being the first year, we were trying to, you know, just have some considerations. It may be not the greatest thing in the world. Um, and it, I thought it was just so boring. Like mm -hmm. I had, there was not a lot of reason to come back and keep playing it in, in my eyes. And I think in your eyes too. Um, like you said perfectly, it was very unclear as to what you were trying to do. Um, it's not like Warzone where the objective is so simple. It's like win. This was like, I'm like, what am I really playing for? Like, what am I trying to work towards here? Um, and something along this too is the amount of support that it got throughout the life cycle of the game was not that much. It was, it was kind of minimal. Um, and I don't know what that was for if that was just because they wanted to put all their efforts into warzone because warzone or warzone 2 i should say because of the state it was in and multiplayer trying to boast those up um or they just there's a lack of a player base there and maybe they didn't want to bother with it anymore because we're not hearing or seeing any new talks of dmz coming back in mw3 um which i think that kind of says a lot yeah yeah i I was not a big fan of this when it ended up coming out. I was uh, I was disappointed. Yeah, I was too. And it's funny that the DMZ right now is not going to be supported in, in MW3, but Treyarch's going to turn it into like a DMZ zombies mode. And I trust Treyarch fully. And it's just funny that they're handing out their project, their failed project in our eyes, to Treyarch be like, please help us. Because right. while I am, like, I'm very, very confident Treyarch's going to kill it. Yeah, always. They're going to take a game mode that we didn't like and add their spin of zombies on it, and we're going to like it. Right. Um, but yeah, w my expectation was, I know I pitched it, was like imagine if this was like Minecraft. I really expected we have to go, not break down trees or anything, but <laughs> like find tape and like knives and stuff and like different materials and then go to like a crafting table 
and like build like your weapons or whatever. Right. Or you have to go into different hideouts with your friends and then uh, break into the hideouts and take all the supplies from people. And yeah, like you could do that and get different key cards and stuff. And you, d- you did have objectives that you could complete, but I just didn't feel like it was put together completely. No, I, I agree. Um, I think there were just, there was a lot of ideas that were floating around with it. And then the overall execution of DMZ, um, I think it was a failure, mm. you know, for being honest. Um, I don't think there was a big player base with it. I have, I've talked to quite a few people that like, you know, that we know and just friends and people in general who talk about Call of Duty and it's either multiplayer or Warzone. Uh, there's, I've never talked to anybody who is like, oh, dude, DMZ is great. You know, now I don't talk to like, you know, hundreds of thousands of people, but judging on like what I said before, it seems like DMZ is kind of dead in the water. Um, they're going to keep it just as is, I believe. And they're going to like give dev support towards it. Um, but you know, the amount of support that it had this year was, I think it was kind of minimal. Yeah. And again, DMZ just, we had high expectations. It didn't even meet like the standard yeah. in our eyes. So Closing DMZ for me, it's like a thumb. It's like this. It's like kind of thumb halfway. I'd give it like a C minus. Yeah. Because it has, again, it has the potential to be very good. I think Treyarch, they'll crush it as they do with everything. Um, Decent idea, uh, but the lack of execution definitely brought it down to like, for me, I'd say more C minus, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't even think it was uh it didn't hit the average. Yeah. The the standard that we had. Yeah. So I would agree. C minus. Yeah. Now, jump into something though that mm. for me hit the motherfucking standard. Yeah. Talk about the raid episodes real quick. Yep. Before we jump into the full multiplayer yep. shindig here. The raid episodes, um, I'll say it right now. Um quote me i think this was one of the greatest cod innovations to the game itself or just an addition to a game mode that cods had in years this was an amazing addition to the game um it's so much fun it was perfectly well executed i mean everything about the raid episodes were fantastic yeah um i i'm yeah, yeah i'm very happy that they they did add this in this this boasted my final review and score for this game a lot yeah, I, I agree. The raid episodes, for people that don't know, they were released like throughout the season, and they're basically like mini campaign like missions that you needed to work together as a team. Which again, they emphasize like teamwork in this game like a lot. So we have reviews for like each raid episode. If you want to go back and like listen to them, mm-hmm. uh, but these raid episodes were a lot of fun because you and I we didn't know what they're gonna be. Um, because they said, oh, yeah, raid episode one. Uh, uh, what was it called? Uh, Adam, Adam, Grad. Adam Grad was like the whole mission, like as a whole. Yep. And you, we would complete like episode one, and then it would leave us on the cliffhanger. Now we have to wait till the next season to get the next mission. And this is where uh, I don't like the season pass. But it's like what they're doing is releasing like uh, it's like Netflix. They release. I was like, just gonna say they release an episode they cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we have to wait, wait till, till the next, next season. But yeah. instead of being a year, it's like a couple months. Yeah, yeah. So these raid episodes were they were like mini campaign missions. They were executed really well. Uh, it was a lot of teamwork 
and like you and I like love co-op games. So this was like right up our alley. Yeah. And these missions too, it's not like they took like an hour to complete. You it would take like I don't know, multiple hours if it got really hard. Yeah. But they were a great, great addition. And I, I hope they continue in into MW three, which I think they will based off of like how they ended the raid episodes. Yeah. But overall this is a, a solid, solid A. Yeah. Great addition. Yeah, I would easily say it's in the A. Potentially yeah. even in A plus. I mean the story that they were able to weave with all the characters that you had, um, which again you had to play as three characters, right? It was three all the time. Yeah. Um was always fun. The variety again of missions and the variety within every mission was exactly what we were looking for. You would have missions that would have, you know, they'd start off in stealth and they'd break out into gunfights. There were lots of puzzles, um, which, which I always enjoy yeah. in games, especially in Call of Duty. Once again, something in Call of Duty that I don't see very often is this puzzle aspect. They innovated. They were able to add this and incorporate it successfully. Um, we had to all work as a team mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to really think. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes what happens with games nowadays and I, I would be a, a critic of it is some games hold hands far too much. These did not do that. These would definitely leave you on your own and you have to think quite a bit, mm-hmm. uh, to be able to solve them, to move on to the next part. Um, difficulty wise, there were some difficulty spikes that were, I wouldn't say unfair, but they were, it catch you off guard. Yeah, um, I'm particularly thinking about like the first Adam Grad episode at the end, where mm-hmm. you have yeah. to do like moving from all the radio stations or whatever. Yeah, that was insane. That yeah. was very very hard. Yeah, compared to like the later episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm thinking about even the last episode where you're at the elevator. The gunfight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There were some of these gunfights that were pretty intense. Yeah, they were intense. And this is what I'm saying. This is what spec ops uh, should have been like i was expecting that type of stuff into spec ops yeah and and maybe uh they're just you know trying to do too much like it would have been fine if they just got rid of spec ops as a whole and they had like something like this yeah but that's what i expected as spec ops these like raid episodes yeah um and like you said the the teamwork that you have to be really really good at teamwork for like a lot of this stuff because that it did have a mix of puzzles the stealth and a lot of gunfights and the gunfights i would say the majority of them were like they're you're able to do it but like they were difficult like you can't just can't just run up and expect to kill all of them yeah like in the campaign um because you you would die like really really quick and we would just play on regular we didn't touch it on veteran because that would just be insane for yeah. some of these um the only reason why I give it like a knockdown, maybe not an A plus, is just because the I hate that we were tied into having three people. That's true. Completely. Mainly because well, like we had three people, but I know there are definitely people out there that they don't have like another person to do it yeah. with. Or yeah, or like two other people. I was to just do gonna say, with. like what you're by yourself, you don't have any homies to go play with. Yeah. You know? So now you're just like you can't do it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And I don't I don't know how it works regarding queuing up in there because, I mean, when we would play, like, we always had mics, and then with our third, we always had mics. I don't know if you queue up randomly if you don't have mics because if... You can't play. That's impossible. That's impossible to do. You'd have to be be a god with your, like, commands in, in, like, texting and chat to be able to do that. There's no way you could. Yeah, Um, especially during uh, the puzzles. Yeah. Because all the puzzles, uh, like, we played with 
friends and we were able to just sit on the mic you know and communicate try to figure out this riddle or whatever yeah and once we figure it out it's like all right we really have to coordinate over the mic which i i love that aspect the teamwork aspect because we all have to think or especially too like just one more is like thinking about the last mission when one of the uh, members is tied up yeah and has the blindfold on and the other members have to go and guide this person up to save them i mean that is Again, like I said before, such a cool, fresh idea. Um, I love that stuff. Yeah, that's why I get for me. Like, I do agree with you. I would knock it down to the A um, because that is a fair point. People don't have other friends, so you are kind of locked out of it. So there's people who are listening who maybe they've never played it because of that, or they yeah. had a really bad experience because you're with <laughs> randoms who suck. Yeah, we had, you know, I had you and our other buddy who are, you know very capable players mm-hmm. and good communicators so it's a bunch of fun yeah um, and it sucks that like that's ripped away from those players like yeah. from the beginning yeah. they can't even play it yeah um i understand why infinity ward did that because they're you know really focusing on teamwork and i guess they're willing to sacrifice uh you know some of the player base for only five episodes yeah like you know if you can't play it well that sucks yeah but other people will be able to play it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's a shame because this was like, one, like you said, like one of the best additions that they had have added in Call of Duty. And I wish other people were able to experience it. Yeah. Because like episode one, I would say all the episodes, you can't do without a mic. You yeah. need a mic. Yeah. And episode one where you're like trying to communicate numbers and stuff to each other. And thing is too, like you said, they didn't uh, like baby us. Yeah. Like, that episode one mission, we like we were so lost at one point. We didn't know like, and if we died, the numbers changed. Mm-hmm. So it's not like oh yeah, we go back and uh, defeat all these enemies, and then you enter the code. Yeah. Uh, no, if you died, <laughs> numbers all reset. Now you have to go and redo every step again. Right. And like I like that. Uh, I know it's really difficult in the moment. You're probably like pissed the whole yeah, time. Yeah. Right. 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 Especially if one of your boys like just dies and you're like oh my god yeah which like we this were there. sucks oh yeah we were there plenty of times but that's what makes it fun yeah so like overall like again raid compared to the uh the spec ops and dmz's um especially with dmz being a, a failure in, in our eyes i thought raid was the total opposite i think raid was a huge success mm-hmm. i hope they continue this yeah um yeah, definitely for me, brought up the game quite a bit. I agree. And it's just a shame that Raid wasn't pushed as much as, like, DM- DMZ had its own, like, section of the game. Right. It was, like, campaign, multiplayer, Warzone, and then DMZ. Yeah. And, uh, like, Spec Ops had its own section, too. Right. Like, Spec Ops should have been Raid. Right. That's what it should have been. Yeah. So, hopping yeah. off of that. Going into, you know, we're not as familiar with it, the multiplayer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> okay. We will. What time is it? Yeah. Let's <laughs> so the multiplayer, um, obviously, this is where we spent most of our stuff. I'm sure this is where most of you are here yep. uh, to hear about. You don't give a shit about the raid or campaigns. Or <laughs> um, okay. Multiplayer. Where do you really want to start with this? We could start with the whole season pass thing. We yeah. Yeah. Maps. Let, let, let's go in order. All right. So well, you want to start with the season ranking pass? Yeah. Thing? So season pass, right? This was introduced back in MW19. Uh, this year they s- still the same thing, season pass, but they changed the level cap 
so now uh you know before in vanguard and like previously you would hit uh the max level in the season but then you can go beyond that all the way up to a thousand and then when the new season like comes rolling over you reset back to the the max cap and then so you can level up again into the next you know season or whatever so for last year right correct me if i'm wrong was vanguard the max or the level per season was 200 yeah yeah Yeah. 200 per level right but the the max level cap was 1000 yeah so on season one for example if you hit level 200 yeah you completed like the max level but you can go all the way to level a thousand and then when season two comes along you're reset back to 200 yeah which sucks so this year they changed it to where if you hit the level max which we did at 1250 like overall you're not like you're done right uh for each season right right which we like a lot because if you're a completionist or like you know really ocd about stuff like that like you and i uh it was great because we would hit um like level 500 and we knew all right we did it right we, we completed the season you know in our eyes and we can just wait until the next season right now with that being said um when i was not as crazy about with this um was for every at the end of every season what you would end up getting for rewards for hitting the max level um there was very little in the way of rewards Mm. um i thought it was other than now being in the last season um i thought the rewards and everything that you would get within this season that's going on throughout the haunted um or haunting was very good there were Mm -hmm. a lot of insane bundles and even within the season pass itself you got a lot of really cool stuff prior seasons i think it was uh very mediocre yeah i i agree and we've gone on and on about the paying for these bundles and not getting like good rewards right season pass is for the most part the same thing and they introduced uh like a new way for the season pass to like navigate it Mm -hmm. it's like a it's basically the same thing, like. But back in the day, you would just level up and you would get like a new reward every time you leveled up. Yep. But now the season pass, you get to just like pick out of a grid like where you want to go, and yep. like if you want to unlock a weapon or get something out like uh, a skin or whatever, you can pick where you want to unlock using your tokens. Yeah. So I mean, I guess you you have more freedom doing that, but overall the rewards that you get, yeah, they weren't that good. I mean. For me, like I just wanted to unlock everything and a hundred percent it and I was happy. Yeah. One thing I didn't like about it was towards the last two seasons, they introduced this black cell operator, which this made me really upset because you can a hundred percent the season pass unlock everything, but there's one uh little grid in the season pass where you can't unlock unless you buy it. Right. Which is insane to me. It's a paywall. Yeah, now you're introducing like, oh yeah, if you you unlock the the max skin, but if you want the the cooler skin, you have to pay uh, thirty dollars, right, to unlock that. And I'm like, are you serious? Because you already paid money to get the battle pass, and now you want us to pay more money to get the the max and best skin, and that just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, this game. Um, funny how they're getting better at this every year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> making really, really cool shit behind having to pay twenty, thirty dollars. Yeah. Um, because I don't think anybody can really argue a lot of the stuff that they did was really cool. They had cool collaborations. They had cool skins, cool weapons, stu- you know, camos, etc. 
Um, none of it was bad. What was bad and what we complained about and then still do right now, the problem with it is that none of it is worth $20. All this stuff, um, there should be a lot more of it that is included within just buying the battle pass, which we have finessed mm-hmm. um, using our existing COD points. Um, so they've done a very good job at trying to make you want to buy more of this stuff. Um, but we have not, again, that's our experience. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter who immediately are excited to go buy the new mm-hmm. thing. Um, you're in a different tax bracket than me. Yeah. Uh, congrats to you. I would not want to spend my money on that stuff, though it's tough because it is really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And like like you said, there's nothing bad with the skin. There are yeah. a lot of skins I want to buy. Right. If these skins, like if I could just buy the skin, right? Right. For $10. I'd probably be more inclined to buy one like really cool skin for 10 bucks. Right. Um, or along that line too, if I may, it's like if in the other, um, we talk about it all the time in black ops three, if there was some way that for us with our 700 hours playing that I would be able to earn some currency within the game mm-hmm. to be able to then buy this stuff, I would do it, yeah. but I can't. So there's, I play all the time and my reward for this game was, very slim yeah what the game yeah. actually gave it was a season pass that we already had to buy right uh and i i don't have anything against like the paywall it's like because some people uh they don't have the time like us to like sit every day and like grind that's perfectly fine they can pay and i like, get it but if what about the people that are sitting and grinding it out now we can't even like access that yeah we have to pay yeah but we're spending all this time so you know, we, yeah. we've talked about that. Like, we, we hate that a lot. And the the skins and the bundles, they're all good, but they don't give us more than this. If you're charging us $20, $30, needs to be more than just a skin and, like, a couple stickers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, too. And, again, I, I'm reiterating your point. I have no issue with them having things that are, you know, they're going to charge $20, $30. Like, if they're, they're never going to get rid of that. That's always going to be a thing in this COD and future CODs. Um, my issue though is that there is no secondary way to get to some of those things um, if you play the game a lot, you know. And again, maybe that that's I'm sure a point that people in all other kinds of multiplayer games may feel. Um, there is that element of exclusivity that a lot of gamers have, and they want to have that. Um, so they achieve that in that aspect. There's a lot of really cool things that are glued behind that paywall, um, but it is unfortunate where having people like us, we play the game all the time. Um, have put in more hours than the majority of people who play the game and the rewards for you get doing that are they're pretty much non-existent yeah and it if you want us to be realistic the amount of time that we put into the game is for our enjoyment and like the review yeah of the podcast right because we owe it to you guys to give you a, a fair review yeah but for any other person like realistically like why would you put in that many hours to get mediocre skins right like that it just doesn't make sense and out of like the the ten dollars that we've spent to buy the season pass back in 2019 we've been using the same ten dollars to just recouping the uh the cod points and buying the new season we bought in that uh any boston breach skin or like camos Mm -hmm. and maybe like one or two like one-off skins that like we really wanted yeah but other than that where did it's like the principle for us. Like we're not going to go and spend it unless it's truly, truly worth it. Yeah. And knowing that, uh, it's not like going to anything, right? Like 
a big thing that they did is they're rolling over the MW2 skins into MW3, which is great because now you get to keep your skins. Uh, but like I buy the Boston Breeze skin and you do too because we are fans of the CDL and we want to support our favorite team. Yeah. And this uh, money, as far as we know, is going to the orgs. Like at least part of it is, right, to su- support them. And I'll do that, but I'm not going to go buy um, what uh, uh, 21 Savage. Yeah. Like that's a $30 skin with a bunch of stuff. Like I want to buy that skin. But why am I spending $30 if I'm most likely going to lose it next year? And I know yeah. in this case, like, I'm not. But what happens next year after yeah. MW3? Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, closing the chapter on that, like, that is a, a big positive now that you aren't just going to lose your money on this one game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, for this year, at least. Yeah, for this le- yeah. yeah, exactly. But future years, who knows? Yeah. And season pass, like, over. <laughs> I just don't like the whole season pass thing. I get why uh, they're doing it, all these different transactions. Yep all this whatever but still not a big fan of it um and i'm gonna start being pissed when they start getting a little too greedy when you buy the pass and you don't recoup enough cod points to keep to keep going like that i'm gonna be really pissed that they do that yeah which i i I say i say they won't do it but you never know at this point especially yeah exactly um so shifting off the season uh we can touch on this relatively quickly um, these three main points, which is uh, the weapons, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the weapon leveling system, the gunsmith, and then uh, we could talk about it for about a minute is the kill streaks. <laughs> uh, the number of weapons in this game compared to previous CODs, I would say it's about the same. Yeah. Uh, weapon variety, of course, you still have your same classes, so nothing there has really changed. Um, the gunsmith, main way that you edit guns and you know add or remove a- attachments, everything like that, that is the same. Um, there hasn't been any change in that aspect. Um, and kill streaks, the kill streaks in this game, you know, I think you still have all your basic kill streaks. They're all just assault. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, you know, some support, but it's mainly just all one thing. There's no separate classes like we've seen in other cards where you can like think about the original MW3. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mainly just one set of kill streaks. Um, but the big change that was with this year, uh, two things uh, was the weapon leveling system, mm-hmm. and then a uh, addition to the gunsmith, which was weapon tuning. Yeah. Um, the weapon leveling was not, it wasn't included for every gun. However, what they would do is there'd be certain guns that would be locked. And the way that you would have to unlock them is you'd have to level up a certain gun that you already unlocked. So it wasn't like level 20 is this sub, 25 is this one, 30 is this. It would be 20 is for this one. Uh, this one, you have to go yeah. use an LMG and get that to max level. Then you can unlock that sub. I thought this was stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think this was a bad did. This, this was bad. I And we understand why they did this. It was because they want you to use all the guns. Mm-hmm. Um, don't force me to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's my choice. Let yeah, me yeah. try to. It's it, my game. Yeah. It's my it's a, choice. Yeah. It, it's so funny because early in the game, right? You knew everybody knew what they're trying to get to, right? And everybody, you could tell, oh, this person's using uh, this weapon because they need to unlock this attachment, yeah, for this this weapon. Right. And it's right. so funny because then you see the kill feed; people are using like these most obscure weapons to unlock like another attachment, right? And that that was a, like really annoying. Like if <laughs> if you bought this game and you came from like any of the recent cons, literally you'd 
you level up your gun to max level and you're like why did i not unlock like this gun i've already like i'm level 15 right now and i maxed my weapon out oh yeah it's because you need to go and look at your tree and figure out oh you now you need to unlock this category right go and it you're just overcomplicating yeah, it. it was let's very, just le- let us level it up. Yeah, it was very convoluted, um, and I believe they're getting rid of this. Yeah, yeah, um, and rightfully so. Um, again, I understood the concept of what they were trying to do, um, but totally unnecessary. Nobody asked for it. Um, it was a stupid thing, and uh, they know it's a stupid thing because they're getting rid of it. Exactly. Um, they tried. Yeah, they tried yeah. and they failed. Yeah. Uh, the uh, weapon tuning. This was another thing they tried. They failed. I, I also. This was worse. This than was. This. Yeah. The weapon tuning. Um, another convoluted thing. You could do this with guns, where you could tune the gun to have like certain strengths and weaknesses to make it slightly better. Um, I believe it was on a circle plane. Yeah. And you could go and you know it looked like a fucking constellation up in the sky. Yeah. You could adjust this thing as to how you want to make your gun. Um, this. I don't believe it was. It had a big impact on guns. Is that fair to say? Or, yeah, or was I it mean, broken. I can't remember. For the casual player, average person, it didn't matter. Yeah, we never use this, and we shit on people all the time. Yeah, it, it was worthless. Yeah, like I, I get where they're, how they wanted to like approach this. Right, they wanted like more, um, more level of detail, yeah. which like I, I think is good, but the way that they executed was not right yeah i think the way that you should go about it is you know you go and you look at the different attachments and then you can see like plus or minus like actual numbers yeah of how it's going to benefit the gun or not now they like you couldn't see that in this game which i don't know why they took that away because in vanguard you could see that yeah in this game you just saw red and green yeah like what got better and what didn't and you go into weapon tuning and then you're like playing around with like decimal points yeah like who, who, it was no one has time for that yeah this was uh this was a step too far in the realism realm for me um i don't even think you can do you that know, in real life yeah i mean just like let me tune my elbow right yeah exactly yeah, yeah. like let me go to the gym for like an extra half hour yeah. more right it's like it's so stu- uh so stupid um i don't think many people utilize this to the level that the developers were thinking um and i believe it's another thing that's going to the graveyard of failed ideas um over complicating yeah i mean the web like you know so we'll close out on like the weapons like the weapon variety was good um they had they had a good amount of i would say strong guns there were of course like people say oh there's always the top guns there are always going to be the top guns in mm-hmm. Call of Duty. It's the meta. It is in every single FPS of yeah. all time. It's in every game. Every multiplayer game that you play, there is a meta. Yeah. Um, so this, of course, had it. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly subs and ARs. Um, and a handful of subs and ARs in each category. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that every other class was not viable. They were all pretty good. You, mm-hmm. could, you could succeed with them. Um, I don't believe... Off the top of my head, I don't believe there were many that were seriously broken. I think mm. this game did a better job of having guns that were not complete broken messes. Yeah, uh, minus right off the, the rip. M4. Yeah, the M4 is like really, really good. Yeah, the M4 was insanely good. They uh, they nerfed that. It's still really good, mm. um, but uh, I do not see that gun being <laughs> as big of an issue as like you know in previous titles where we've had yeah. to be a serious problem. Yeah, I agree. And uh, the DLC weapons they added too. They uh, they added a lot. Yep. And none of those DLC weapons felt like they over they're more overpowered than 
you know, your core weapons. Yeah. And I will say, though, I think they got lazy with the naming convention because a lot of these were just like duplicates of. But granted, it's because of that stupid like gunsmith tree that they did. Yep. Like, you know. What was the one that they used? The tack? Was it or what was the um, the model that they used? I can't remember. What oh, the it was. ISO like forty five. Yeah, ISO forty five, forty four, forty one. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Yeah, it. yeah. Got quite lazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it didn't like in the DLC aspect of guns. They were all pretty bland. They mm-hmm. didn't add a lot of exciting ones. Um, Sino two with it. They didn't really add much. Um, they didn't add any deal like say DLC weapons. They didn't add any throwback weapons. You know, you've seen that in older CODs mm-hmm. where maybe they'll throw in like Black Ops one M sixteen. You know, yeah, yeah, you know I mean? yeah. They didn't do anything like they, that. They they technically threw in the intervention. It oh, didn't look yeah. like the intervention, yeah. but yeah. they technically did. No, you're right. But they they, uh, they released a sound pack where you had to buy to make it sound like the intervention <laughs> from MW two. Stupid. Yeah. So, so once again, yeah, the weapons overall, like I think. Yeah, I agree. They were good. There's always going to be better weapons than others. Yep. Um, I thought this game, for the most part, did like a good job with the variety and like to touch on the camos. Uh, I know, like I grinded it a little bit more than you. It was way better than like Vanguard. Um, it was a lot more simpler. Yeah. Which again, make it simple. <laughs> it was really easy to follow. Getting camos wasn't like that difficult. If you're only going for like a handful of them. It wasn't that hard. Like, you just play the game, and, like, you'll get it. Yeah. Um, Which is good. Yeah, so I just want to say that. Because Vanguard was... A disaster. It was so hard. Yeah. The amount of time that you had to put in the game to get it was insane. Yeah. No, so that's that's good to point out as well. Um, so closing out with the weapons and camos to do there, we're moving on to... Um, I would say the last three big things regarding the multiplayer, uh, one being the maps. Mm-hmm. Okay, so compared to uh, Vanguard and MW2019, how do you think these maps were, better or worse? Uh, I, I personally say better <laughs> than both of those games. And as you guys can tell, we always leave out Cold War because it's not – it's Treyarch. <laughs> yeah. Um, but – yeah, so terrible I, compared to Cold War. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, yeah. yeah. Like they, so they launched. I counted fifteen, like six v six v six maps, and then they added like uh, more maps. And like, uh, we never played Ground War, but they had about like five Ground War maps that launched. Yep. Um, overall, like, I know what we loaded into the game. We hated a lot of the maps, but I would say now after playing the game over and over. The maps like grew on me. It's not like I love them or anything. Yeah. But I will say the majority of them definitely did like grow on me in the end. Uh, nothing fantastic. Definitely better than MW19 and Vanguard like as a whole. But you know they're they're all right. They're mid. Yeah. You know? I would I would say the same thing. I would say the maps at launch that they had, um, they were better. They've been the best of the past three years. In, our, in my opinion, I can't speak for you, but I would say the past three years is the best ones we've had. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, uh, the maps themselves compared to Cold War, compared to previous CODs, um, they have not been able to live up to that level of you know popularity. Yeah, um, I think and- most of them are... It, if they were compared against those maps, they'd be like bottom of the mid-tier. Yeah, and I think that like says a lot because in Cold War, there are a lot... We had only like eight maps at launch and the whole game. Yep. Uh, and the majority of them that were added were remastered maps. Yeah. That, you know, but like leaving Cold War out of it, like I think they did a good job with the amount of maps 
that they did add. We, mm-hmm. There was a lot of variety. Yes. Uh, they took away uh, breakables, which was really nice, like the, the windows from Vanguard, because that was an awful idea. Breakable walls. They took all that stuff away. Um, it was just like the flow of the maps, you know, like with the new mechanics of the game. I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a lot harder to make like good maps now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say too, it's, it's a fact of, um, just ideas, you know, as mm. to like what's already been done and, um, what's succeeded and that's, you know, we're not going to talk about it much, but that's where people talk about the idea of bringing back these old maps and, uh, reusing them. And that's exactly what they're doing with MW3. They're yeah. listening to what people wanted. They have standby really good maps, um, which that game, again, it's going to already have the best maps because of that fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for this game, the maps that they had, I thought they were okay. Um, there were some maps that I think were definitely better than others. Um, like I, I enjoy, again, we're not talking ranked. I enjoy Fortress. I like Breenberg. I like uh, Mercado um, and Embassy. Like I think those are good maps. I like uh, Hydro Electric, Zarqua. Mm-hmm. Um I think, though, that this COD, unfortunately, I think they hold the title of having the worst map that's ever been made in COD history, mm-hmm. which is the Santa Senya border crossing. Yeah. I think that yeah. is truly the worst. That's got to be up there. It's my worst ever. It's got to be for most people top five. Yeah. Especially I, at launch when all the cars well, can blow up. Yeah. They, they fixed it by not yeah. having the cars blowing up, like, yeah. right off spawn. Right. But that map, like... That was so annoying. Yeah. Um, I'd have to go back and look at like the other bad maps, yeah. but that yeah, that map was uh, terrible. Was, yeah, and it's funny because like we were able to we do pretty well on that map. Yeah. Um, and like one map I didn't like, I actually liked that was uh, Tarak. I did yep. not like that map in the beginning. Yep. Now obviously there's a learning curve for all the maps, but Tarak like I really like now. Which, yep. Funny enough, which I bet a lot of people hate. Yeah. It's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> right. Um, but. In terms of like the, the variety of maps, like I think they did a good job. There was a lot. Like I think at the end, after like all the maps added for every season, uh, like just six v six, it was like twenty plus. I want to say it was like twenty six, twenty eight, twenty eight. Just added yeah. them for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Which that's that's a lot. Because you scroll through and you're like, okay, that's whatever. And yeah. then you get down, you're like, oh snap. Yeah, yeah. Quite a lot of maps. That's right at. Oh no, no, more thirty. 20. 30 30 then with these two maps yeah that's a lot that, that's a lot of maps and i again none of them like are <laughs> none of them are good <laughs> are like no like they're they're all like okay yeah exactly you know like yeah. they, they all grew on us like eventually uh besides like i know what you're talking about like, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah the black gold one where they tried something different right yeah, night vision I think that map, if it wasn't the daytime it I wouldn't think, be that bad yeah no i think it'd be good yeah they just tried something different with the night vision and yeah for some reason, they didn't want to do it like Cold War and like with Miami, where where it was nighttime, they made it Miami daylight. Yeah, they could have done it with this, but they chose not to. And so. then, and then some maps from within the season, um, like I wasn't crazy about. I mean, I think Museum is a, a very average map. Punta Mar, I know you love that map now because you're like you drop the nukes on it. Yeah, I think it's an okay <laughs> map. However, like DRC Zone One at Vondel Waterfront, um, and this other one, Kunstenar District. I think those are like. I don't want to say it because we'll be like, hold on. Yeah. I think they're great maps. Like, I think they're for DLC maps that mm-hmm. were added into this game. I think those those definitely jump up over a lot of the base maps. That yeah, yeah. In my opinion, yeah. It's funny because like all the DLC maps were 
after playing all of them, I think they're like they're pretty decent yeah. in this game. Yeah. Like I can yep. want to reiterate that this yeah. game. Yeah. Um, like I don't mind them after all the time that we've spent on them. Yeah, I don't either. Um, last thing on the maps, we move on. Uh, this map did have like within the DLC, they did have some throwback maps. Mm-hmm. Um, to previous CODs, they had from COD Four, they had Strike, and they had Showdown. Um. As well from MW3, they had Dome, which mm-hmm. has been a returning favorite. Shoot House from Mono Warfare. Shipment from every COD ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I thought that the two maps that had the most hype around them were Showdown and Strike. Um, I think they could have chosen better maps. Mm-hmm. For totally. Re- yeah, for remastered vintage COD maps. Yeah, and personally, those maps, like I didn't play COD 4 that much. So those didn't really like hit with me. Yeah, I've played on those maps like on COD Four, but mm-hmm. like I didn't spend that much time playing it. Uh, so especially Showdown, I'm like, okay, like it's a big square. I don't really care yeah. <laughs> about that. And like, you know, let's all remember this was MW Two. They should have remastered MW Two maps. Yeah, like we've been saying that for the whole year. This game has so much potential. Dude, imagine if they remastered the like half the mw2 maps I been with like these maps we would have like nearly 50 maps yeah no it total been and you know uh that would have helped the game like a lot because i know a lot of people really really don't like this game and that would have just helped the the pub experience yeah but yeah overall like we had way way more maps yeah. this year than like any other year yeah but that also shows that you know the more maps doesn't mean like it's going to be really fun. Yeah. Because Cold War was probably like one of the best years and we had like minimal maps. Yeah. So, but I will, I will give like devs props. Like the maps overall were, they're good for the game. Yeah. I would agree. Besides um, Black Gold. Yeah. If they made that daytime, it, it would have been good. It would have been a good map. Yeah. yeah. The fact that it's nighttime, I think we just realized that's something that it could keep that in Rainbow Six or something, but not COD. Yeah. Especially with that side aiming bullshit. I think. Yeah. The late, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on from this, you can launch off with this um, new thing that was was brand new to this game was how they changed the perk system. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a bit contentious at first when it came out. Yeah, and um, I I was very worried about it because I I personally don't like when devs like play around with perks because perks I think are the most one of the most important things in the game because you really need to like balance out what people have. Yeah. And if you play around with it too much and it's not the same, like, you know, tier one, two, and three system that we have, it can get really complicated. And going into MW3, they did that. They basically went back to the old uh, perk system, but they're called, like, gears now, right? Um, But in this, it was you would start off with, like, one perk, and as the time went on in the game, you would, like, start earning more perks just off of, like, time. And at the end of the day, it didn't really like impact us. I don't think it impact like many other players in general. We kind of just set a couple of perks and then we set it and forget it. Yeah. Because the most important thing was dead silence. And that was a, a specialist. Um, and that was just like annoying that we did that. So at the end of the day, the perk system didn't matter that much. I thought it was going to be really bad, but it was nice to set and forget it, but also you can't like strategize with, you know, it, if you're only using a couple perks, 
Like, what's the point of using the other ones if it doesn't really matter? Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, there's not much else to say on it that they did try to make it different, and it was a very neutral move to me. It didn't um, it didn't make things worse, and it didn't make anything better. Because um, at the end of the day, like, they're doing this with the new COD. They're changing the perks to gear. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, this, again, like you said, was based on a time uh, system, which I don't really like, but... Uh, the way that you earned it, I think they did. I could be mistaken. I do believe they patched this early on in the game where they made it quicker to earn some of these. Yeah. Because there'd be times where like it, they would reset or they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't take. Uh, they would just take a long time to get, and people complained about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and rightfully so, especially with certain perks, um, that were based around movement. Mm-hmm. Um, which that kind of ties in with we're talking about the movement compared to Vanguard and Modern Warfare 2019. Um. Not much to say. I like the movement in this, uh, other than uh, two things. There was the slide canceling was removed, mm-hmm. and uh, tax print made its return again. Yeah, and we just don't like tax print. I <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think tax print is an awful thing that's been added to Call of Duty mm-hmm. in the recent years. Um, it's you know going to cost me hundreds of dollars regarding scuff controllers. Yeah, <laughs> and it's going to cost me thousands once I'm older and my thumb is jacked up. Yeah, um, it's terrible. Uh, the slide canceling thing, this didn't bug me that much. I do use it um, quite a bit when I can um, in other CODs. But this was a mechanic that, you know, people are very, you know, they're on the fence about it. People either love it or they hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to be on the side of I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. It's fun to do against people. Um, it's a skill gap thing. Uh, this COD, they got rid of it, mm-hmm. which was you know again I, I was i was kind of annoyed with it but mm. you just adapt you get used to it yeah yeah and like i'm with that i like slide canceling but i was definitely more on the fence of i don't really care as long as the movement is good yeah <laughs> um but yeah like the the main thing about the movement too like we want to point out was the uh the sound the footsteps which like i want to relate back to the the perks mm-hmm. there's no dead silence perk and yeah. You have to rely on the field upgrade for Dead Silence. And that was awful because in this game, the footsteps are so damn loud. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was worried about the perk system. Because yep. you would only get one, then you would unlock two, three, and then like your master perk. Right. And those, that perk system, it would build up based on like, you know, if you, like how good you are too. Like it would speed it up. And at the end of the day, that's fine for us because if we go off and like get five ten kills in a row we get all of our perks right away right but for like like a person that just loaded in the game it's like now they're starting off like with nothing and now you're going up against someone with like specialist from mw3 they have everything yeah so i'm glad they changed it i wasn't the biggest fan of the perk system uh at the end of the day it didn't affect like me that much i still don't like it though i'm glad they changed it yeah yeah, this had a, a big impact, like on certain game modes, um, like the fact of the loud footsteps. I mean, when we we're gonna talk about it in a second here, getting into ranked, this was a big, big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting into more of the competitive side, if there's people who are more competitive oriented that are listening, this was uh, like a huge detriment to the game. Yeah. Big part of it. Yeah. And I, again, we we play ranked, we follow competitive. I would 100% agree. I would say on the casual side, this was not as big of a deal because um, I would say probably most people don't notice it or you know care about it as much. Um, 
something else too before we go to that, uh, which we'll talk about like when we wrap up everything. Uh, one thing that was awful that I cannot forgive these people about is they got rid of red dots on the minimap in this game. Mm-hmm. This was a super uh, debated move. Shock, mm-hmm. awe, sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Confusion. Was there really even a debate? You know, you know, confusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, bewilderment. Yeah. Why they did this. Um, I mean, I, we know why they did it, but I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just an awful, awful move. I think it made the game so much harder and it made the game, when I say even harder, it just made the game more confusing. Yeah. And you I agree. Like, yeah. And I want to add the. The point of why red dots were removed in their eyes and in Infinity Ward's eyes was to have everyone on an even playing field. Yes. And I would strongly argue you're now not on an even playing field at all. Yeah. Because if you're uh if you're a competitive player and a competitive person, no matter what, you're gonna do everything you can to get the edge. Mm-hmm. AKA learning the spawns the the best that you can, like you and I. And th- it's not fair uh, for you and I to, like, we'll run right through hotel, go up top plat. There's three people there. We kill one. Our red dot should pop up for mm-hmm. them. But then you get, like, mindless people, which I don't blame them because, one, the footsteps are so damn loud. So you might not even, like, choose to look over to the right because you're right. seeing, like, you're hearing other people. Right. We run through, get a three-piece. And the amount of times that we've done that, like, in this game, it's happened a lot. Yeah. And... How is that uh, like even? Because now we kill those three. Oh, in our heads, we know where they're spawning. They're going to be spawning like white now. Yeah. Or they're going to be spawning like in in the back street, maybe going through spa. We know that because we play the game a lot. But your everyday like average person, a super casual person, they're they're not going to know that. Yeah. Yeah. And we abuse that. At the end of the day, like we're abusing like our knowledge because we're choosing to learn it. And... Most people don't have the time to learn these spawns, nor do they know how to learn these spawns. Yeah, especially, too, in the game where the spawns were not as predictable as they've been in other CODs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, you know, after you put in a lot of time, you get to learn them. So for us, you're absolutely right. We use that to our advantage big time. Um, having red dots, it if anything, it increases the skill gap mm-hmm. um, rather than shorten it, which was what their initial goal was. Um and it just made things more confusing for us, um, you know, as being veteran COD players and then especially for people who don't play the game a lot. Um, it just it led to mass confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think overall the pace of the game was a lot slower because of it. Yeah. Um, so I, this was a this was a really bad move. It was a big uh, problem. Uh, this when this was announced prior to the game even launching that they were going to do this. Um, and once again, this is another move that's being reverted. Mm-hmm. For MW3. <laughs> um, so you can see a laundry list of things that are getting changed. Yeah. Which um, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll add to. Right. Yeah. Which again, they tried they tried with it. Um uh though I don't want to rant about it more because we got stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. They tried this in MW and people fought back. So they changed it. Mm-hmm. They did this in Vanguard, yeah. people fought back and they changed it. They did it again in this one, and everyone's like, stop doing this. Yeah. Nobody wants it. And they pretty much stuck the middle finger up to everybody, and they did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And this is, I would say, pretty much everybody who plays this game who knows it, this mm-hmm. is the biggest blemish on the game. Yeah. The fact that it does not have that. Yeah. 
like I want to reiterate, like for the casual player for pubs, this does not create an even playing field. No, it does not. It creates a giant skill gap. Yeah. Yes. If you're competitive, you are going to do everything you can. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Do everything you can to learn the spawns. You're going to know where they are. The everyday person will not learn that. Yeah. And having red dots is way more of a playing field because now everyone knows where everyone is if you shoot your weapon. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't understand it. Like, Sledgehammer fixed it by bringing red dots. But, yeah, that's a huge, huge blemish on this game that they got rid of red dots. Yeah. Um, And I, I don't want to just keep adding to it. But, yeah, like, all my friends that have played it, uh, granted, they don't look at the mini map, which, by the way, guys, tip always look at the mini map <laughs> regardless, because yeah. we would catch ourselves staring at the mini map, just looking where like you are or where yeah. I am, so we can understand spawns. But you know, most people aren't going to do that. Yeah. So yeah, the red dots can't believe they did that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our review on that part, which is all the multiplayer there. Mm-hmm. Um, we can touch on this. To an extent, again, if you uh, if you're interested in the ranked, of course, stick around. So we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you just want to skip to the ahead. Multiplayer, skip to our final review. If you mm-hmm. don't care about it as much, but know this is factored in. So the ranked play. Um, this was a big plus for us as well. This was developed by Treyarch, which is already a good start. Um, had a lot of the same systems that we've seen in like previous years. It's a combination of stuff. Um, overall, I thought the ranked play system at its core was a big success mm-hmm. um we'll have some th- critiques and things that we could uh hope that are going to get better next year um but overall the skill divisions that they had they had a variety of skill divisions and it was all based around sr earning and losing sr mm-hmm. most of you guys probably know the deal if you're sticking around listening to this or have played it already you know the deal how it works um and I mean, we we had pretty much played this. We played this just about every day during the seasons, um, and it was all just based around like you know your skill, like your placement, as to where they would put you, uh, how much SR you would lose, and how much SR you would earn depending on what rank you are. And um, this eventually compounded when you got into later seasons, based off of where you were in the last season. So if you were say a really high level, like one of the be diamond or crimson. If you're starting off and you're losing against golds or platinums, they're going to punish you because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the overall skill divisions, I thought they were well balanced. Um, you know, going up from, like I said, we had, you have bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, crimson, iridescent, mm-hmm. top 250. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought that was too many, but after playing it like over and over, I think it fits. Yeah. It, it works. I yeah. agree with yeah. that. Um, they're earning and losing of SR in this. Um, it was a bit strange as to how they actually calculate this at mm-hmm. times. Um, there was some, I mean, a lot of it is based around, and I understand a lot of it is based around the objective mm-hmm. as to how you, uh, you play the objective. Um, for us, I tend to play the objective more than you. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other end, you uh, like your gameplay, you're assisting me by getting kills that are working towards me staying on the objective to win us the game. Yeah. But then yeah. there were times where it wouldn't consistently line up. I would earn more SR for you mm-hmm. or for what I did, even though I would say technically you have more impact in the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, like, 
I don't know how to have a solution for that because, like, yeah. how do you measure, like, impact of a player? Yeah. And because, like, you can't do it based off of kills because right. that, that's just not fair. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I always, like, I don't know what the solution would be for that. So it is what it is, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, it is what it is. At, it's just a little confusing. Yeah, because all these calculations, right, are all done, like, in behind the scenes and back yeah. end. Like, we don't even know how they're calculated. But yeah. um, I just hope that, like, going into the next uh, COD, the discrepancy isn't, like, that big. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, there are times where, like, you would get, like, 35 SR and I would get, like, 20. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah, I got, like, double the amount of kills. Right. And, like, I still got time. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, other than that, like, I think the system was fine. I really liked ranked. It's going to go into our overall like uh, rating, but ranked was really, really good for us because we had like pubs and we like enjoyed pubs and then we could go over to ranked. It was Mm -hmm. just another thing for us to play. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely was. And then especially too, when we talked about earlier, when we had um, the raid episodes going on as well, that's why it's just, it's a good supplement uh, to whatever we're doing. Cause you guys know we're always going to be playing multiplayer. So having these, like you know ulterior game modes that we can play to add to it and keep the game fresh is great Mm -hmm. um and that's definitely what rank did for us um i like too because again maybe people who don't know we follow the cdl uh during the season uh pretty much you know every single game every single kill that goes Mm -hmm. on we're watching um and this year they did a, a fairly good job of updates via the cdl rule sets and uh gentlemen's agreement again if you don't know that's how pretty much all the rules are based in uh, rank. This is not made specifically by the developers. It's the professional players who come to these agreements and then they bring it to the developers and they're the ones who then put it in the game. Mm-hmm. So this is all, for the most part, it was all following CDL rule sets um, and they remained pretty faithful to that. There were a couple of things in there that were a little strange um, that did get through. Mm-hmm. But I would say overall impact on us when playing ranked... It, I didn't notice it. Yeah, um, and I would say the they got Treyarch got to patching it like yeah. relatively quick. Yeah, banning them. So yeah, they were fairly accurate. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean by the end of it, like they banned everything to the T of yeah. what professionals like were using. Yeah, and like again, we're big CDL fans, big Boston Breach fans, and it was fun for us to play ranked alongside you know like during the season. Yeah. Like, oh, like, what are these players doing? We get to do the same thing. Um, a con is, like, every single year is that Ranked isn't released when the CDL, like, is announced or, like, earlier in the COD year. Yeah. And that just sucks just as uh, competitive players. And as a fan of the CDL, like, when the CDL starts, I think, I speak for every competitive fan, we want to be playing Ranked alongside with these players and, like, learn the game alongside these players and, you yeah. know, try to mimic what they're doing, right? Um, but that's a con, like, every year. Yeah. I'm just really glad that we did get a Ranked in this game, and it was it was a really good Ranked for the most part. Yeah, and it came out uh, relatively it, it got it came out earlier yeah it came out yeah. relatively yeah. early yeah from when the game started and of course people say they want ranked like the second the game comes out i don't uh disagree with that i think that mm-hmm. would be great um but it does 
I like when it lines up with the actual CDL. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get to kind of play yeah. it together and all this stuff yeah. is already figured out. I mean, that's a whole logistical issue. Uh, yeah. And I that... don't know how that works in, I, I, I'm not qualified enough to mm-hmm. know how that would work out. Yeah. Um, that There's... would be great. It would be cool. Uh, the, but, we, this is a whole episode if we yeah. want to go into it, but right. like, it's just, there's a bunch of caveats about it coming, like ranked coming out because yeah. we'd be learning the game as a professionals are like learning the game. Yeah. They're like, wait, this is actually good. Wait, we need to ban these maps and like yeah. whatever. Um, again, like we don't know, but it just seems like it's more like trial and error. A lot of these pros get to touch the game like yeah. early, but it's not like they get to create the rule set like beforehand, right. you know? So I'm perfectly fine waiting like a month or two for the pros to like, all right, this is a rule set, submit it. This is what's going to be in ranked. Yeah. Um, so I would like it released as early as possible, but I would want it to be released as clean as possible. Yeah. Cause again, I couldn't imagine loading into ranked and people are using freaking like, I don't know. LMGs. LMGs. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they don't even know what to ban yet. Right. So yeah. Again, and that's like a whole logistical issue. We don't even know how it would work out. You said there's a lot of caveats to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah, like overall, I mean, I thought the ranked in this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the rewards that you got were, I would say they were pretty good. They were above average. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you weren't swimming in rewards, but you did get cool stuff for amount of games played, for wins, and then mm-hmm. for also um, where you would end up placing. Yeah, um, those were, those were yeah, nice because you yeah, can show them off. Exactly. They were good. Um, now, uh, last thing before we kind of go into our last little list of pros and cons regarding ranked is... An, I don't want to go, like, I don't want to hate on this. We, we won't go too deep into it because we've talked about it for, like, so many episodes. Well, so, yeah, yeah, and yeah. also for us, it's not as much of an experience um, is the lack of an anti-cheat mm-hmm. in Ranked. Now, of course, this needs to be a thing. Uh, you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. It has to be a thing mm-hmm. in this. Uh, you're always going to have people that are cheating in these games, though. Um, but I will say through the all the seasons that we played ranked, which we played every season right up until the end. Um, I can count, I don't know, on one hand of blatant cheaters. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, it was not an everyday occurrence. And, and, and it's because, console. yeah, we're console we're players. Cons- yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's why I can't speak on as much because we are console. We play on mm-hmm. PS fives. Um, now, if you are watching this and you're a PC person, you're probably, you know, throwing your, God bless. throwing your food. Yeah, it's it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people that we see online who post these clips of it just being blatant. And that's, again, that's the whole piece. People problem. cheating in, in silver, man. Yeah. In yeah, silver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that may, be, that may be part of it as well because when we got up, like, the highest that you got to was Crimson. The highest that I got mm. to was Diamond 3. Um, now, did the, did the people on multiplayer who cheat, did they get up into the high crims iridescence? There's a strong chance. Um, but, excuse me, we never personally got that far, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that's high up there, you know? Yeah. But in our I, realm of, like, in where the vast majority of players fell, which was in plat, yeah. um, gold and plat. Um, Console world, too. Yeah. I want to keep reiterating yeah. that. Yeah, we, we did not see this as... Uh, as much as other people. Now, that's not yeah. saying it's not an issue, uh, and that's not belittling the fact that this is a huge problem that mm-hmm. is in ranked and it needs to be resolved, mm-hmm. especially for MW3. There needs to be an anti-cheat 
Um, 100%. It's going to, for a lot of people who don't play multiplayer and they just live in rank, this is, especially if you're PC, this is like do or die. Yeah. And the, the cheating is we couldn't, we definitely can count on our hand the amount of times like people cheated against us or we played with cheaters because they just didn't care. They they just showed their hacks. Yeah. Um, but I can't say a hundred percent like. There are probably games that we loaded in and we were playing cheaters and we just, they hit it well. Yeah. You know? And because I was, the higher you get into the high diamonds, into the crimsons, into iridescent and even top 250, there will be cheaters. Yeah. Because you don't play that much COD to, you know, like if you play that much COD, uh, there's going to be some cheaters in there because they're trying to be the best, right? Yeah. And I think it's just really scummy and like, you're a loser if you cheat in like gold or silver. Yeah. Even with cheats, like you can't even get better. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're if you're cheating religiously and you're stuck there, I mean, God bless you, bro. Yeah, you yeah. You know, go play something else. Yeah. So you're definitely going to see way more cheaters up in like our realm, and even more up in like the iridescence and top two fifties. Yeah. And again, we're on console, so we don't see it as much. And I'm very, very happy for that and Thank blessed God. for that because, yeah. oh, man, I could not imagine. Yeah, me Because um, you loan in the game and, like, you automatically lose. If you're playing against, like, even crim players that are cheating, they're good enough at the game. That's yeah. why they're in crim. Yeah. Um, Like, if you gave us cheats, I guarantee you we're probably going up at least another, uh, like, division. Yeah. At least. Yeah, easily. So, yeah, I, I feel for the PC players. Um. This has been a problem since COD like went to PC. Yeah, there's just way, way more cheaters, and that's why like I want to stay on console. But the thing, there are disadvantages for consoles. Yeah, like COD is probably way more optimized and probably feels way better on PC. Right, and looks way better and probably more enjoyable. But then you play ranked and you deal with all this bullshit. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, it's it's awful. Yeah, so there's there's definitely a big pro uh, pros and cons list to it. You know, um, for now. Like the way it is, I think it's best to be playing COD on console. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to stand by that yeah. until there's a serious anti-cheat or something that comes along that changes the experience. I think it's far better to play it. Um, mm. I'm not going to give up optimization and anything for people who are just, you know, walling and using insane stuff. Yeah. And again, we're gonna eventually going to have to go to PC. Yeah. And it's just, it sucks that just because you get different equipment, uh, there are way more cheaters. Yeah. So, and like all, you know, all the creators that we watch, a lot of the pro players, like they all play on PC. If you guys don't know, CDL's all PC. Right. They use a controller and they're dealing with just blatant cheaters. Yeah. Over and over. All your favorite content creators are getting cheated on. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm just glad we don't, we're not on PC right now dealing yeah. with that. If we were on PC dealing with that, I think we'd go crazy. Yeah. I think so too. But thankfully, we're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'll tell you, man. That's it. Yeah, that's that, everything. There. That was everything that we want to talk. Everything that we want to talk about here. So, overall, before we, before we go to our score, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll do. I'll go over really quick. If I may, go over our list mm-hmm. of pros. So, the pros in this game for everybody listening. If you want to just skip to this one part here, you want the ten second review. Yeah, you the, you want the clip. <laughs> yeah, you want the clip. The pros in MW two are. For us, the COD Casuals, movement feels good. Weapons are relatively balanced. Solid campaign. Good leveling system. Leveling system talking about the multiplayer. The excellent rank play system, which we just talked about. And then introducing raid. Very good. Right? Agree? 
Yep. yep. Yeah. Clip and the clip, clip there. Okay. Cons, bad things that we the cod casuals think about in <laughs> MW2 are lack of red dots, dead sound as a perk, footstep level, sound EQ, lackluster maps. No remastered MW2 maps. Dome, I don't really count that. Lack of anti-cheat and rank play. Level variety and spec ops. Complete failure. Not capitalizing on the MW2 name and something that we forgot. The terrible UI. This mm. game is a nightmare to, uh, to navigate. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and clip. going back to the first episode of the season for MW2. And it's the same exact thing as the end of MW2. There's so much potential, potential. So, so much, much potential, potential in this game. And for us, the overall experience was, it was, it was good. Like we enjoyed pubs. Well, we've said it like every episode, yeah. we like going in, we can play by ourselves. We're not, you know, like, Oh my God, this is so hard. Like Vanguard. Yep. We enjoyed the pubs. We enjoyed this game overall. Um, I think a lot of, especially competitive players, hate this game like yeah. with a passion which and i can completely understand why mm-hmm. movement uh i think that movement topic is going to touch a lot of competitive players because yep. they're going to hate it um again in terms of us the cod casuals mm-hmm. i think the movement was clean enough there are a lot of things that they could have done to make it better uh but you know like we enjoyed the game overall at the end yeah. of the day absolutely yeah. yeah i think um for me, these cons, like they did weigh on after a while. There were a lot of cons. Um, there were a lot of cons. Yeah. Um, but certain things like the maps, no remastered MW2 maps, the M, uh, and then variety and spec opt, those things don't really and, – and anti-cheat and rank play, like, yeah, they are big things. But for us, they weren't the end of the world. I would say yeah. the bigger cons were the lack of red dots, the dead silent, like footstep level. Um The UI and then just overall not capitalizing on the name. Yeah, yeah. And again, like – we are uh we love competitive but obviously we know that's like not our realm like we mainly play pubs right and we want to portray that to you guys and yeah i mean (laughs) there was a long list of cons but i will say i think we just adapted like we just got so used to it Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying adapting is the right thing to do because if you don't like the game i'm very much just don't play the game yeah uh we're just big call of duty fans so we made ourselves adapt to the game like every single year yeah um but what uh there are a lot of good in this game that we enjoyed that you know made up for it and then uh, we uh, adapted to so so justin i'll start it off with you bro all right it's about half level all right not too loud (laughs) people on the on the on the list oh wait wait, wait. i i I can pull up the music yeah you like i'll play it in the background yeah 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 yeah. so you don't need to play play it dude yeah i'll just go over here like fake drum yeah yeah (laughs) okay so justin your mw2 Mm -hmm. final score one or zero being thrown in the dumpster (laughs) 10 being it's the greatest game greatest cod of all time where do you place it bro Oh man, this is uh, I have to think about this for <laughs> for a while, man. Um, I think a lot of people are gonna be mad. Yeah, I think a lot of people will be mad. But I give this game a solid seven point nine out of ten. Yeah, that that that's my score out of ten. Um, it couldn't get to the eight just because the eight, in my opinion, is like the standard of cod like cold war is definitely like up there um but there are problems with cold war yeah um in vanguard i gave it like i think i gave it a 6.8 
So this is like a whole 1.1 better. Uh, again, there's just so much potential in this game, but they just didn't listen. Yeah. And they didn't fix anything. They just chose not to listen to us. Honestly, it it could have hit the eight if uh if they added MW if they fixed anything in the cons. Yeah. They listened to one thing, it would have gotten up there. Yeah. Main thing, the red dots. If there are red dots in the this game, I'd bump it to an eight. Yeah. Like a little over an eight. But yeah. Yeah. So seven point nine, MW two, final score at the end of the year. They for go. me. So That's Mike, fun. what what is yours? Seven point eight. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's funny because I came. I was thinking about it last night, and then today I was like, I was thinking a seven, seven, six, seven, mm-hmm. seven. Um, but I go seven, eight. Here's why I go seven, eight. Okay, because I think the multiplayer I, itself, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I might give it an eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, I really might put that at a like as Dave Portnoy says, rookie score. Mm-hmm. <laughs> give it yeah. on solid eight. But for me, when I'm thinking about the game as a whole, mm-hmm. everything that we've talked about, the campaign is mid, right? It's not great. It's not awful. I think it's like kind of intermediate plus mm-hmm. campaign. The spec ops was not good. The DMZ was not good. But the raid was incredible. Mm-hmm. The multiplayer was solid. Mm-hmm. I, we had a lot of fun on this compared to Vanguard, mm-hmm. um, far and away. So there was a lot of really good things that brought this up, but then as a whole, there were a lot of things that just sucked. Yeah. Um, I think if they didn't even add things like DMZ and Spec Ops, just don't even bother with it. This game for me, it's in the eights, mm-hmm. like as a whole game. You know, multiplayer, I would put like just on its own. I would put that probably higher. I'd probably put it as an eight. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe mm-hmm. like a seven nine somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, but again, that's hard to say. I think I would rather just overall with the game, I'd keep it at a seven eight. Mm-hmm. Um, if they did things like you said, if they added in red dots into this game, if they did any of those changes on the cons list, <laughs> um, not really like rank play changes. Those don't boast my score that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but big multiplayer changes, uh, you know, like the footstep sounds or again, like the red dots that would really, that would put it up quite a bit for me. Yeah. But there you go. Our COD casual rating for MW2. Yep. Justin, you're at a seven, nine. Yep. I'm at a seven, eight. Yep. And I think this happened in Vanguard too. We're really, really close. Yeah. Don't you love that though, bro? Yeah. I'm always (laughs) waiting for like one year. You're going to be like eight, four and I'll be like seven. seven. Yeah. (laughs) Bro, you're crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but I goes and showed, man. I mean, we put in pretty much. You put in a, on this card. You put in more time than me by maybe about a day or two. I think uh, yeah, hours. So. I think you have about twenty five to thirty hours more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shows. Like we've put in. We've pretty much played. I don't know. I'd say. What do you, you want to say? Ninety five percent of the game we've played together. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. There. Yeah. And there you go. Like our rating is. Mm-hmm pretty much we couldn't be closer yeah you know yeah like i was i was thinking i was like do we just say it at the same time like one two, yeah. you know that's the way we both be like seven <laughs> nine seven eight yeah we're point one uh point away from each other mm-hmm. you know? yeah um and i think that's pretty fair i mean it's it is far better than i think it's the best it's the second best cod within recent years which again that's mm-hmm. talking about cold war mw 2019 vanguard and this one mm-hmm. this now ranks at number two yeah the, and again, just multiplayer. 
you know, you talk to CDL people, they think we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause we are in that aspect, if you're talking about CDL, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But just as a game, as a whole, you know, for the millions of people who play it, that campaign, multiple, everything, everything that everything. we talked about yeah. in this and everything that's in those timestamps there, that's where it goes for us as mm-hmm. a, as a multiplayer uh, call of duty. It is, it's a good one. It's not, I, it had the potential to be great, mm-hmm. um, to live up to that year. Uh, from 2009, but I it does not. It fell short on that aspect. Mm-hmm. There were quite a few things that it just, you know, I I think honestly they they shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Um, it was their own doing mm-hmm. as to yeah, why yeah. it wasn't a better cop. Yeah, and the obviously the bulk of this is like we're rating it as a Call of Duty as a whole, but the bulk of it is multiplayer, right? Yeah. And they did shoot themselves in the foot, and the answers were. Right there in front of them. Right. Um, this the community th- wanted them. They, the community yeah. had the answers for them. Mm-hmm. They just they went against it. Yeah, they went against it. Like we said it so many times, if if they added red dots and they made Dead Silence a perk, this game would definitely go up like at least half of it. would be in the eights for me. Yeah. If that was in. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I'll tell you right now, like we'll quote it. I'm saying now. With MW3, the way this is already looking, this is already in the low eights. Yeah. This yeah, game's already, yeah. like, for me, it's already, I haven't even played, I've played a handful of hours of it from the beta. This game's at, like, an 8-2. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They've done the base, yeah. like, the, the basics of this. Yeah. And they've done them correctly. That's where that game falls. Mm-hmm. This could have been, like, for CODs that have innovated and added new stuff, this could have been up there. Um, and, yeah, there were just certain things they totally missed the mark on. Um and it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, Sledgehammer took advantage. And they <laughs> reverted a lot of the stuff that Infinity War took away. Yeah. And now the game's, like, already at an eight minimum for us. So, yeah, exactly. You know. But, I mean, you know, besides looking at, like, all the content stuff, overall, like, I had a good year. Yeah. Um, I had I, a great year, bro. Yeah, I had a really good year uh, in terms of, like, <coughs> bless you, uh, like, CDL, you know, we got to go. We had our first ever Boston event. Yep. Um, we've been asking for that since Cold War. We wanted a Boston team. And we got it. We got that. And then we got a major. Um, and that was awesome. That was so cool going to like our our hometown. And we got our own major. And yeah. we got to support our like our team. Yeah. Um, ranked, I'm so glad that they added. We This was like the first year where we really, really played ranked together. Yeah. Um, Vanguard, we played ranked, but like we know what happened in Vanguard. Like we yeah. just didn't like that game that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a struggle for us to hop on, right, and play every game. This was way more fun. Yeah, way, way more fun. Um, but overall, like yeah, successful year. I'm, I'm glad we went through it. Um, we're gonna was, do it all again, boys yeah, and girls. Uh, we're, we're gonna, right gonna do it all over another, again. Another 750 hours in the book. Man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even more, depending how how this game is. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, the. Dude, this is the end of season three. Yeah, that's end it. of season three. I'm I'm glad you guys came on the journey with yeah, us. Yeah, absolutely. So before we before we end up closing out, let us know, please. I mean, we're gonna have all our people on, you know, TikTok and mm-hmm. on the Instagram Shorts and whatever. Oh, I can't wait to see the clips. I cannot you know, wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> you know, YouTube people and Spotify again. If you stuck around from the beginning to the end, can't thank you enough. Mm-hmm. Even if you made it here from you know short timestamp, just want to see our review. Let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're out on Mars? Do you yeah, think we're yeah. crazy? Do yeah, Jasmine, do you think we're nuts, dude? <laughs> like, what do you think? Do you agree? Disagree? Let us know why. 
Yeah, let us uh, know. Any any points that you think we were unfair about, I I will last thing, I would hope that there's maybe somebody who's listening who is a big DMZ guy mm-hmm. who could give a better more well-rounded comment on that as a whole. If they play DMZ yeah. a lot. Yeah, I I would really like that. <laughs> if you are out there, go to YouTube and comment. Please. Yeah. We would love to see it. Yeah, cuz that, that would help out a lot. Because uh, again, we didn't we didn't play it that much yeah. because we just didn't enjoy it. Right. So maybe uh, they, they'll just shit on it more. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> You're like, yeah. nah, boy. You guys, you, are, you guys yeah, gave it too yeah. much credit. Yeah. It's terrible. I like, I can't. Right. Yeah. I can't wait for the comments. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like, please debate with us. We'd love to hear your feedback. I know a lot of people stop playing it. We grinded it out till the end. Yep. You know, and we made it. just for you guys. Get the battle so. scars to show it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, before we end it too, we're gonna. Uh, in the description below on YouTube and in the description for uh, the Spotify uh, and probably for Apple Podcasts too, we're going to have a survey that we're going to send out to our community, to all the listeners, because we'd love to get your feedback for, you know, the upcoming season for MW3 to uh, like learn more about what you guys like want from us, the content that you like, like when you join the stuff that you would want to hear from us. Um, Cause we've gotten recommendations from, you know, multiple people saying, like for example, like we we cover a lot of breach content because we love the breach, uh, but we've been asked to like you know talk about like more CDL stuff, other teams. So yeah, we're gonna send out like a short survey out. We'll probably do that for like the next couple weeks, maybe towards the end of the year if we can collect like enough data. Yep. Um, but yeah, we just want your feedback, like what you want from us, because again, we want we want this to feel like a community. And the survey will help us out a lot. Yeah. And we want to make MW3 feel like different, especially, which I'm going to say right now, I think that this game, it can be a top five Call of Duty in everyone's eyes. Absolutely. So if we if we get like a top five COD and we build a really cool community, that'd be great for yeah. the season. It'd be an insane season. Yeah. Just getting better every year. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoy this review. Um, season four of the COD Casual starts next week next episode yeah. which is let's go baby uh, that's I'm insane yeah i'm ready for it um but yeah thank you guys for listening uh if you're on youtube make sure to like comment and subscribe definitely leave what you rate this game out of 10 if you agree with us if you think we're nuts and you yeah. absolutely hate this game yeah. <laughs> um we're on anchor.fm slash the cod casuals where we're on spotify apple podcast google podcast all of that if you're on spotify Make sure to go answer the poll and any question that we leave there because we definitely check that out and we publish them so everyone can see them. Um, We're on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Shorts. And if you want to listen to the whole episode, I know this episode's really long, and go over there, go check out the clips and let us know what you think. Uh, But yeah, man, we covered everything. MW2. It's in the books. It's in the books. Uh, Thank you for going on for the ride with us. This has been season three of mw2 i almost said mw3 (laughs) but thank you everyone this has been episode 142 of the cod casuals we're your host justin and i'm mike we'll see you guys next season take it easy everybody see ya